Welcome to episode 76 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast, The Spoiler Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on my Midnight Meat Train of Madness, Murder, and Mayhem is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Toot toot, motherfucker. Each fortnight, Jennifer and I send us a horror movie to watch, and we go through it scene by scene and spoil the fuck out of it. That is The Spoiler Cast. That's what it is. That- by by nature, by name. Don't even bother watching it after this, because you would have <laughs> fucking seen it. Anyhow, it's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs, and compound fractures. Together, we are two people who fucking love horror and feel the burn of our obsolete fucking video shop cards that are in our fucking pockets, cunts. <laughs> Um, I'd just like to thank all the listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, and the YouTube, and all the other ones. We Heart the Radio, whatever it's fucking called. I Heart Radio. There's so many. I was looking at our analytics. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, there's like one in some like tiny like island off the coast of fucking Uganda. Yeah. Or something. There's like one dude just sitting thank on his you like- to you. Yeah, sitting on his like crystal radio set listening to us somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'd like to shout out to all the people who interact with us and help us um, grow uh, throughout history and shit. People like Dion Cracknell, Bryn Phillips, Adam Gillespie, Kevin Patterson, Tazzy Devil, Mark of the Damned, and Ringo Starlin. We love you guys. Thanks for always, always basically just chatter bantering with us over on the, the socials, and we love it. And if you want to have your name called out, you know, fucking get on there. Type. You know, type the word just dick a thousand times. It's true. Also, I do like to apologize because anytime anyone messages me or like makes a comment about something that we've said in the podcast, I have immediately forgotten what we've talked about and when. So just elaborate when you're, yeah, and then I'll be like, oh yeah. Quotation marks in there. Remember <laughs> when you said, quote, Dan McGuinness's dick is wicked cool, <laughs> unquote. Timestamp that one. <laughs> Timestamp that shit. And now we got a rating system so you're not left with your dicks in your hands. It's true. So both of your dicks. Both of them. Mine too. Um, so for those of you playing at home, we have A is awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing grimp movie. F is fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. O, an overrated motherfucker. G, good for its time, but it's not held up. We've got the J, Jen special, the D, Dan special. We've got a W, whatever. Pfft. Kesha, low budget, hot mess. C minus, craft is stellar, but I hate the content. And finally, the McConaughey, the fucking fucked. Though we watched it, you really don't have to. Oh, and this week, you have to watch this. You we do. watched The Blob from 1988 and Jen had not seen it. I hadn't. But then I was like watching certain bits and I'm like, I've seen this. I, it would have been clipped and shit from yeah, everything. Yeah, it, it was just something. Anyway, it is directed by Chuck Russell who also did A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. The fucking... The, 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 best, the best one. The Grail one. Yep, the Grail one. It stars Shawnee Smith and a very young Kevin Dillon who is apparently some dude that people know. Who's Kev- Who's Shawnee Smith? Shawnee Smith, um, she was in Saw. She's in the Saw franchise, but most people know her from Becca. She was like the ditzy yeah, cute. Like, yeah, yeah. She also I- has a really cool band, which I have gotten the name. Ooh, yes. that's nice. Budget for this film was uh, $19 in which $9 million of that went straight to visual effects. And as we will talk more about the visual effects, I will get excited because it does exactly what I love. Uh, box office was 8.2, which is wah, wah. a failure. That's a fail, but it's 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 culted itself up. It's yes. put on its cult jacket and oh. its cult pants, which are double denim. <laughs> and it's fucking <laughs> said, here I am, look at me. Yeah, exactly. And we love it today. Scream now while there's still room to breathe. 
terror has no shape. It's a long tagline. And I love it. Remake of the 1958 horror sci-fi about a deadly blob, which is the spawn of a secret government germ warfare project, which consumes everyone in its path. Teenagers try in vain to warn the townsfolk who refuse to take them seriously, while government agents try to cover up the evidence and confine the creature. That is the whole film. That is the whole film. (laughs) (laughs) I just would have said... A fucking blob comes down and shit gets cunted up. <laughs> I'd the, also like to point out that we are a not safe for work podcast. Oh, right, don't worry. That's always, we're explicit as shit. Oh, yes. Anyhow, the film, it opens with like blackness <laughs> <laughs> and blue titles that look a lot like The Thing. It, yes, it has so a very you got, thin What it is, it's like they're it. black titles on a black screen, but they've gl- got glowing blue around the outside of them. And, it's got this, and the titles don't really match. The, they're like sci-fi titles. Yeah. This, this could be considered a, a horror sci-fi. This oh, yeah, could be a, sure. a sci-fi, but there's enough horror in it. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's very horror. Horror. So we get like this, this POV shot of space and then it's like, into Earth, and then it's a small town in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Shops are closed. It seems very sort of abandoned and barren. It's got a very eerie, spooky soundtrack. Yeah, it's to got go one of those like it. minimalistic soundtracks that makes you think. And I just wrote in my notes: Is everyone dead? Yes, already. And I, that's what you're really supposed to think. You're supposed to like it's abandoned. Yep. Shit's gone down. This is a scary town. Oh, hang on. No, everyone's no. at the football at game. the local football game. <laughs> And it took, and yeah, so it's one of those towns where on Sunday, whatever day I don't they think play it's, fo- I think it's just like a standard high school football Friday game. Friday night. That's it, yeah. Friday night lights. But everyone's there because it's football. That's all there is to do. Yeah. So yeah, so it abandons the town. And then we're introduced to, I just called these dudes the Dude Bros because I couldn't get yeah, their that's, name. that's fair. And I got Dude Bro 1 and Dude Bro 2. There's some, there's dudes, they're playing footy. And they're like hanging out and they're talking about, they're looking at Shawnee. What's what's her name? Meg. 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 Shut she, up, she, Meg. She's <laughs> she's the cheerleader. And they're like, dude, bro. Yeah, dude, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bro that dude, bro, red lady. <laughs> that fucking cheerleader and shit. And they're like, oh, bro. He does. But he does it in a very suave way. He's, he's decided he's going to ask her out. And inst- what he does is he, like, makes a play. He gets tackled the fuck over, like, the Gatorade table. Yeah. Right down at her feet. And then but she... But he makes, he, makes he, he makes does. the pass. Of course he does because this is football. he's dude bro. He's dude bro. And he looks up at Shawnee who's, like, looking over here and he's like, uh, hey, mate, got any plans for this evening? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you, yo. That's smooth. Anyhow, end of scene. We cut to Richard Marks <laughs> from Hazard. You remember that guy? <laughs> from the Hazard I, film clip. Just imagine Richard Marks in a denim in a leather jacket. Oh yes. Now I uh, before I actually found out what his name was, I referred to him as Bad Boy Mullet McLeather Jacket. Oh really? I just called him Bad Boy Leather Jacket, which is weird because like <laughs> and he just changed into Bad Boy. His name's Brian and I yes. called him Bad Badass Brian from yeah, then oh, on. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Badass. He's he's smoking a cigarette. He's, he's out in the bush. He's uh He's, he's, like, he's got a mullet. He's away from all the action. He's nothing to do with football. No. He's like, fuck football. Yeah, he's broody. Yeah, he's yeah, he's smoking a ciggy. He's doing he's other young. Stuff. He's got a, a black curly mullet. He's on it. <laughs> it's not as good as Billy Ray Cyrus, but it's still up there. That's because Billy Ray Cyrus's mullet was, I'm pretty sure it, it was straightened. Probably. He was glorious. It might have even been just like Jane Silent Bob's mullet, just like yeah. in his hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyhow, he's got a motorbike and he's decided he's going to fucking jump the old rickety bridge, which is out. Yeah. Because he's a bad boy. He's just doing it for kicks, for thrills. That's He's got no audience, though, so he could just say... He's not stuff. doing it for everyone no. else. He's doing it for himself. He- <laughs> that's what bad boys do. That's what, that's what heroes do. Yeah. Um, anyhow, he, uh, there's a hobo there. Yeah, just randomly a hobo there. Collecting cans. He's got a dog. He's a he's an he's a stereotypical fucking cookie cutter hobo. He is. He's like he's the redneck. He's, he's the, the town hobo. Yeah, the one hobo they've got. He's there. They that you know. Yeah. He's there. Oh, I'm gonna watch this. This is yeah. He's watching from the bushes with his dog. Uh, you know, Brian. He he badass Brian. He like. Revs his bike. He's like gearing up, and he's he makes a go for it, but he's a fucking chump. And no, he his bike fucks up. Does it? I feel that he's just a little bit. No, his bike goes yeah. and he looks down. Oh no, my bike's not fast enough to make the jump. <laughs> and and he, he fucking bails out. He drop. He drops the bike. He falls off the bridge. It's not very high bridge. It's not. It's like a couple of meters, and he falls. Like I could his- probably, like me, the most unfit person in the world, could probably just do a small jog and jump it. Yeah, but. <laughs> And anyway, he falls down in the dirt. The hobo's impressed. <laughs> Just gives him a little clap. Yeah, he's not hurt. It's fine. Anyhow, that's the end of that scene. We cut to the local diner where we meet cop and waitress. <laughs> Cop Herb. I fucking yep. love a cop named Herb. I just like the name Herb. Yeah, is it Herbert? Yeah. Like Sherbert? Like who? What's who names their person? Who looks at a baby and goes Herbert? Oh, he looks like a Herbert. <laughs> Herbert. Hey, Herbert. Next week, next year, I'm going to have a son named Herbert. Please. <laughs> Don't tell Claire. And our um, waitress is, she's not, like, she's like an elderly waitress. She owns the diner. Yep. Herb, you know, he kind of likes her. He kind yeah. of asks her out on a date. She's like, oh, I'm fucking too busy. He's like, he, All he, of the footballers are going to be in here in a minute and they're all going to want food. Yeah. He swallows sadness. He does. But as he checks his check on the way out, she's got written on there, I finish up at 11. So she kind of like, and these are adorable characters. I Everybody was like, in this town is a smooth operator. It's good. Everybody in this town just be fucking all the time. Their fucking, their population rate must be through the roof with all the banging they're doing. Well, that's why there were so many people at the football game. That is true, and if there's anything that happens in football games, is drinking and making babies afterwards. That sounds about right, mm-hmm, as is mm-hmm. my understanding of football. Anyway, bad boy mullet McLeather jacket, bad boy Brian. He's hitched a ride back to town. The cops stop him and they harass him just for being a delinquent. Just yeah, because Herb, he's like, Brian, next year, you're, uh, you're over age, no more juvie hall for you. And he's like, shut up, Brian. I mean, shut up, shut up, Herb. <laughs> yeah, that's about as that's as far as that goes. Uh, so he heads into the local garage. Where he knows the bloke. Yes. Did you notice this bloke? He's in it for this scene. And then he's popped up at the end and says one line and leaves yep. again. Well, this is because this is a very quintessential moment, if you kind of realise. Um, this is where all the bits of the, the yeah. pre, they pre, what is it called? Um, pre-shadow everything that's about to happen. Yeah. We're, we're not going to tell you because... They'll fucking ruin it. Fucking and we need to ruin it in order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he basically, he's like, oh, just give me a little hand. Like, I just need to borrow some tools. My bike's broken. I was going to jump the gorge, but I bailed out and I need to fix my bike. So he kind of he cons the guy into like lending him some tools so he can go out and fix his bike. And that's done. That's done. That's it. He gets his tools. He pisses off. And now it's night time. Yep. We catch a hobo. Hobo yep. and dog. Yep. Uh, they're hoboing. He's That's got a, a hobo. That's a nice name for a short, like, kid story. Hobo and dog. Oh. 
Hobo and dog are stereotypically hanging outside of a 44-gallon drum on fire. Yes, as you do. In the wilderness, and a fucking meteor flies over like... Looks pretty good. It does. Looks good. It goes goes down and then flies into the trees and explodes with a a, a practical effects explosion, not like a green screen one, which is gross. But there's plenty of gross green screening later. It's true. And uh, Hobo looks and he goes, "Oh, oh, shit. And that's the end of that scene. So we have we now know there is a meteor involved. Yep, and we know that the old man or a spaceship. We don't know what it is. No, not yet. But we know that the old man has seen it. He's probably going to go check it out. Now we cut to the dude bros. Oh. They're getting ready for their day. They have to pick up some frangers <laughs> at the <laughs> local chemist. Frangers, frangers, some some fucking meat covers. <laughs> I don't know any other names for condoms. Do you? No. Some fucking. Why would I? Some whirly gigs. Just made <laughs> so, that one up. I love it. That's what they're called now. Get it on at millennials. And then there's this like really intricate joke where like, you know, I don't know. Like one like, of the, 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 the one of the dude bros goes up to buy frangers because he's the cocksure one. He's yeah. not the dude who asked the guy the girl out on the day. Asked no. Shawnee. He's out. got his own date. He's got his own date, and he goes up to the the. The chemist man, and he's like, I need to buy some big fucking rib condoms and yeah. shit because I got this naive fucking idiot bitch and I'm going to bang. Yeah. So he's, but he's like, like he's up there cocksure and he's like, I'm going to buy these condoms. I'm like a big man about it. And then the reverend of the, the town, priest walks he rocks up and he's like, oh, oh hey he goes there. Oh, fuck shit. He's like, oh, I'm just, look, I'm buying these for my friend. He's really irresponsible. He's, he's got this date with this girl. He's pretty sure of what's going to happen. I'm like, mate. If you're gonna, you gotta wrap it before you tap it. So I'm just here buying them for him, so he's not irresponsible. Yeah, he passes the bar, even though it's not for that guy. No, it's not for a fucking dude bro, main character dude bro. Anyhow, big long scene. It's not that funny. Comes up later. It does. Anyhow, back to the hobo, mm-hmm. which is the most important part of the film. It hobo, is. he's got a stick now. He's upgraded from just he's upgraded from an hobo. axe to a stick. Yeah, he had an axe, didn't he? He should have. He pokes out the me- the meteor is split open. We can see a bubbling ooze in there. It's all pink. Mm. It's that hot pink that everyone's fucking all over at the moment. The Stranger Things pink. Yes. Uh, so this film had the pink. Yeah. This was neon fancy before neon fancies are fancy. The pink in the stink. Yeah. We can only assume the blob blob smells. <laughs> Probably. Uh, you know, they, he gets a bit of the this blob substance on the end of the stick, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden, wham. The fucking blob crump, runs down the stick and grabs him on the hand. And that's yep. all we see. He yells. He yells, the dog barks and kind of runs away. Cut scene. Yeah. So we know now there is a blob on a, on a hobo. <laughs> blob on a hobo, name of our band. Yeah, name of my sex tape. <laughs> um, then we, uh, we cut to young Kevin. Yep. Who, this kid is like, he is the brother of Meg. Yes. And he's got his... Super obnoxious mate with him. Uh, Eddie? Freddie? I don't know. Yeah, so he's got a, you know, it's a young 80s kid with a cocksure friend. You know, those ones that are like, they call your your mum by the first name. Yeah. You know, like, he's, he's wearing a Walkman. Yeah, And sure. shit, he's like, he's like the wacky mate who's like, dude that probably gets beaten at home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. He's the kind of kid that your mum's like, I don't want you hanging out with that boy. Anyhow, they're going to go to a movie later on, a horror movie. There's a whole scene. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. You know, Meg's getting ready for a date. You know, dude bro Paul, he arrives um, for the date and she's like, oh, I just want you to, in- I just want to introduce you to my dad. He walks in, hand out, ready to meet him. 
the newspaper. He's reading a newspaper like an old 1950s dad. Yeah. The newspaper comes down. <gasps> it's the Chemist. It's the Chemist guy from the joke. And, of course, earlier on, the guy we've already mentioned, um, he asked for ribbed condoms and all the Chemist dude looks at the dude and just goes, ribbed. <laughs> Which is an old joke that used to be on a, um, I'm pretty sure that was a, uh, a fucking ad that we had, like, in the 90s. It was an ad with that exact joke. Oh. On television. I don't know. I don't I That don't joke's remember. been done a lot before. Like, yeah. you know, that you'd heard, her, da- her dad's just, the chemi- the pharmacist. We lost this actor just recently as well. I can't remember what his name is. But he kind yeah, of he looks just... like a, an Al Bundy. He does. He, he, he does have the that. I always think it's like that. that I don't know what that guy's actor's name Ed is. Ed O'Neill. Either. And now we cut to the badass Brian. He's fixing his bike at night in the woods. Don't bother doing it in the morning. No, but there's also no flashlight, no No, nothing. Yeah, I know. He's just doing it in the dark. That's what I mean. I laugh. By the light of the moon. What are you doing, dude? Just wait. You don't need your bike. But that's okay because he hears some noises and decides to turn on the And this town is so small that he just walked there. Yeah. (laughs) They walk everywhere. Like The town's like a, a, a main road and that's it. Yeah. Couple of houses. And the hobo rocks out with the fucking fuck. Oh fuck! There's the fucking shit on my hand. He's trying to cut off his arm with his with his axe. He gets his axe it's and hits happening. his wrist. Which well, is really cool. This yeah. is the, this is the start of the attention to detail in this film. The hobo chops his wrist with the axe because like, it's got the blob. It's the blob's just on his hand, so he's yeah. just got a round blob hand. He hits. It doesn't go all the way through. It goes halfway through, and then you actually see the blob move up his wrist and cover the wound to get yep. to the blood easier. They didn't have to do that. No, there's heaps of little things like that in this film, which is wicked. So you're like, oh man, it's fully, it's gross. Now I thought the blob moving to the cut. Nice. And there's a whole bunch of these little like nice little. Fucking- yeah, little subtle attention to detail is what we love the most. Uh, so he goes running off into the woods and badass Brian, he's following in pursuit behind him to just try and make sure he's okay because I, I kind of get the sense that bad boy Brian ain't as bad boy as he likes to think he is. No. No, I think he's just a little bit of a sweetheart. Um, so Megan, Paul, we cut to Megan, Paul, and they're in the car. They're having this uh, just a bit of a joke about the poor first impression he made on her dad. Yeah. Uh, just as he hits the old man who's run out into the middle of the road. Yeah, and so, you know, they oh, fuck, we hit someone. They get out, fucking badass Brian's there. They were like, fuck, we've got to take him to a hospital. Dude bro gets all in Brian's face going, you have to fucking come with us, and, and they go to the hospital. I'm moving us along quicker now. That, I, is, yeah. that is fair, yeah. Um, so they get to the hospital. They admit him in. There's, like, this scene of a nurse who's, like, doesn't give a shit, and, like, fucking badass Brian is, like, fucking typical. <laughs> fucking adults. <laughs> <laughs> and shit like that. Hospitals. He bails out while they're left uh, on their first date, filling out a lot of paperwork for a guy that they don't even know. And a dude bro decides he's going to go get a drink. He goes in and he sees Hobo in a room from a distance and he looks kind of weird. He's all troubling, tri- trembling. Yep. He goes in there, he pulls the rugs off and, <gasps> oh my God, Hobo has melted. He's all bubbly and lumpy. And like, so he's, he's melted from the chest down into a bloody mess of fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, it's so good. It's like foamy and just gooey and bloody and bleh. I love it. Um, So that's weekend first. So we're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be sick. And yeah. that, this could have been, you know, a, 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 a shitty horror movie. This would have been like, that's it. Yep. That's our one shot that we get. And yep. like we've had a couple of movies in the past where it's just like one great, great shot. This movie just keeps fucking delivering the great shots. It's true. <laughs> Again and again. 
you know, Paul, he, he runs out. He runs into a doctor's office. Uh, he calls, calls the for the sheriff. Uh, the door closes behind him and we see the blob blob down the wall. Uh, uh, sorry, it calls up the wall and then eventually blobs down on top him. of And the Paul. blob looks wicked. And I have no, I tried to look up how they did all this shit. There is like 10 docos on YouTube of like the effects of the blob and none of them have actually how they did it. <gasps> They're just people fucking talking. Yeah. And, or actors talking or just a YouTuber theorizing. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want an actual making. Like, because the effects were done by, there's that guy. Oh, it's lost me now. There's one where like it actually has a special effects dude yep. talking about the effects, but he never says how they did them. I'm <sighs> like, fucking hell. Anyhow, the blob, and the blob is big now. It's about the size of a human. Yes. It has because it has engulfed Paul entirely, and Meg runs in, runs in, and she's trying to help him. He's got his arms stretched out. It's coming over his face. It's like it's just sort of like this plastic over his face now, yeah. kind of like if, when you put a stocking over your face. Yeah, and it pulls up your nose and yeah. you look weird. It's all yep. uh, he did, but it's inside of this like pink clear blob pulling his face. But he's like. Ah! Yeah, he's screaming. And you can see he's melting. And it keeps cutting different shots and there's more progression of him. Mel- you yeah. can see there's one of them where you can see his eyes and his mouth or blood starts pissing out of it under this gel. It's fucking sick. It's fantastic. She tries to pull him out, but his he got one arms, arm out still. Like, at the blob just kind of rips off and just it just tears. And she falls backwards. And gets knocked out. And knocks herself out. Because, of course, like so easy to knock yourself out. <laughs> Um, anyhow, we cut. We cut to the aftermath. The yep. cops are all at the the, the cops scene. Are there. Ambulances, fire trucks. Meg's parents. They're walking around. They don't believe her. This is what's funny. No one believes the kids in the story. But how do they explain that people are melted? Yeah, you just. <laughs> oh, and then and then they're like, "It's that badass Brian. He did this." And I'm like, how did he do that? Yeah, no. Nice. How did he re- reduce people to to flubber? I'd just be like, too much hobo chili is what happened to oh, the hobo. Oh, shit. Blew out his intestines. You know, like, Meg's hysterical. Paul's missing. Herb's there. He's, he does. He comes out and he is he's swinging his authoritative dick around like it's no tomorrow. And I love it. And they bring bad boy Brian in as a suspect. So they've yes. already got him. He's in the back of a cop car, arrested with his fucking pirate shirt on. Have you noticed that weird yeah, shirt? Yeah, he's, he's like wearing the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. Yeah. Doesn't what make... I like with this as well is because the deputy cop is one of the guys from RoboCop. Yeah. And he makes a comment throughout the film about Paul being the melting guy, which I love because in RoboCop, he was the guy that melted. Yeah, that, that was one of the greatest moments in RoboCop where they hit him in the car yeah. and he goes all over the windscreen. Yeah, you don't see it. No. Where I would have done that extra shot of that a dummy filled with fucking water balloons. Yeah, just something. <laughs> and yeah, um, they bring him in. Then we cut to the other dude bro now. The yeah. other guy. Remember the guy that lied and got the other dude bro into trouble? He's out on his date. He He's, is at the makeout spot yeah, in his car. Yeah, they're necking in the car. And this, old Scott and Vicky. Oh, do you knew her name? Uh, yeah, he's he's playing the old 20 no's and a yes is a yes uh, while he plows her with alcohol. So he's a bit of a dickhead. He's got a boot full of rape items. He does. Um, basically, he's got a boot full of like items to help him score. Like he's got a little bar in there. He, you know, he goes to a, you know, you're my girl, you got my necklace. He's got a whole tub of necklaces with yep. rings on them and shit. Like, so he obviously does this. He's just running her through the lines. He's plying her up with alcohol. He's basically raping her these days. Yeah. That's what, yeah. He's you know. just a piece of shit. 
Um, but we get another POV shot of the blob sludging its way towards the car while he's in the boot mixing alcohol. Now, she's already said no. Like, I don't want any more to drink. She's kind of almost unconscious at this point as well. So that's pretty nasty. Yeah, so we see the blob kind of get in the car, nothing about it. He gets back in the car with his drinks. The girl is passed out. And so what does he do? He goes for the rape grope. He does. He, he unbuttons her blouse. He grabs a titty. But this is perfect because as he puts his hand in to reach for some sweet boob action, the blob gets him. Well, I think he the blob is... Her boob just turns to mush. Yeah, I like that. And then, like, her face just kind of implodes... Like, it does, it kind of just then, sucks in on itself. It it's sucks so good. in and then out of all her orifices come blob kind of tentacles <laughs> and then grab the... Do- and this is like, I'm like, once again, straight away. Yes. Every moment the blob is in a scene, you just get the best fucking scene. It's true. And she just looks like an empty skin bag at this point as well. Like her eyes are all hollowed out. It just looks like you could just pick her up and like chuck her in your cupboard. She looks like those hog snouts from like Ren and Stimpy, those like faces. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I don't know if they're called hogs or hog 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 bites, hog chows, whatever they're called. Um, and that's done. Yep. Once again, it looks great. It, it does. Fun. We cut to Meg's family. They think Brian did it. Yeah. Once course. again, but you know Brian, the guy that can make people melt. <laughs> oh, that fucking melt boy. We don't Brian. know what those delinquents can do these days. No. Teens, they make people. He's probably smoking the dope. He's smoking the dope and he's in league with the Satan and therefore a mixture of the devil's lettuce and the <laughs> devil makes people melt. You know that. Uh, I want to watch that film. Devil's yes, Lettuce? Yes. That's just what it's called. Yep. Every time people smoke weed, they make another person juxtaposed next to They make next a to, pact next, with the devil and then they, they have all a cult. They have all the weed they want, but every time they smoke it, uh, someone melts. Yeah. Oh, I like this. All right, I'm going to make films now, guys. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Uh, Meg hears her parents arguing uh, about whatever. Mum comes and checks on her, gives her a bit of a sleeping pill. You know, you just got to calm down. You just, you'll feel better after a good night's sleep. Classic Nightmare on Elm Street right there. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just got to sleep. Well, it's true. It's a kind of actual it, real like, good it's, advice. It's true. Just, but she know. doesn't take the pill. She puts she it in her doesn't. mouth, puts it on her desk. She yeah. spits it out and climbs out the window. We catch the blob. It's cruising. Through yeah. the through the fields, it goes into we see it go blob into however the fuck they do this shit. I have no idea. It blobs into a drain, and, yeah. and we see on the you know the lookout, we see it's heading towards town. Oh, no. It's on a fuck. It's on a beeline to eat more fucking dicks. Then we get this kind of really very useless scene at the cop station. So Herb's sort of interrogating bad boy Brian, and it just kind of keeps going on and on and on. And then inevitably, he's just like. Just let him go. Yeah, well, he's just like, because the deputy's just a dickhead who hates Brian. He is. And But then, like, Herb's just like, because they've already shown that they've got a bit of repertoire between them kind of thing. He's just like, yeah. he talks to the deputy. He goes, look, it just doesn't really make sense. I mean, He's you know, a delinquent, but he's not a murderer. He's not a murderer. And, like, there's no blood on him. He wasn't there. It doesn't, like, how does he make people melt? It just doesn't <laughs> add up. Yeah. Like, you, f- you kind of feel that they have, like, this little rapport between them. The father and son yeah, vibe. Yeah, it's like, of, you know. He's in and out of the clink so often. Yeah, it's, it's Then they weird. let him go. Anyhow, Meg, Brian's is now cruising now. He's out in the streets. He's, he's a free man. And Meg catches up with him. And he's like, oh, you want to fucking talk to me now? Now you wouldn't even fucking speak to me in school. Now fuck, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he, he's dark at her because she's, she's a lady. Yep. He heads over to the diner and where he is very generously made a sandwich by the waitress. And Meg sits down with him and tries to convince him that the thing on the man's hand killed killed him and it's killed Paul 
and it's getting bigger. I like his line. is all I saw was an old guy with a funky hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. And she starts, I- like, yelling at him, and then he immediately, like, backs down. He's like... Look, I'm really sorry, okay? Like, Because he's a nice guy, deep down. He is a nice guy. And he's like, here, share my sandwich. Yeah, he's got a prickly exterior, but a yep. heart of gold, a yep. heart of mush. Yep, it's exactly Anyhow, the right. cop, um, we cut to the cops. They're searching for whoever did it. That's it, really. <laughs> they're searching the woods. They're, they're searching around. We've got a, we've got a you know, a team of, of dudes out with torches looking for murderers or something. Yeah, shit. they're all out. <laughs> looking for blobs. I think the sheriff starts pulling the cops from the search. They're like, it's, it's useless, guys. Just... Go home. It's fine. While this is happening, the waitress, uh, she heads into the kitchen and she notices that the drain is clogged. And we've got a kitchen hand out there. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he's a guy cooking. She's just like, ah, this fucking drink's fucked up. Can you fix it? And he goes, I'll fix it. Yeah. He's and standing there. He's plunging it. And he's he's going hard on this this bloody, this drain, which is great. I love a drain unclog. Yeah, it, it, it's like, it's all gross and that. You know, he's got the, the scary scene where he like sticks his hand down the drain and he, he brings it back out and there's some like fucking jizz on his hand. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he's like, oh my God, what is this weird slime? I'm like, you're putting your hand down a kitchen sink yeah. drain. There's going to be gross shit. It's not weird to pull your hand out of a drain yeah. in a kitchen and go, oh, there's there's gross shit in there. Huh. I, I thought there was going to be rubies. Yeah, I was, <laughs> like, I was really banking on them rubies, actually. Yeah, but, ru- oh, okay, oatmeal, oatmeal it is. It's fine. Anyhow, he's looking. It, it starts to bubble. He looks into the drain. And then we get one. Of, this is one. I think this is my second favorite kill in the film. Yep. The blob fucking flings out of this thing like a, and grabs his face. Yep. It's kind of like a... It looks like one of those, um, those hands, the elastic hands. Sticky hands? Yeah, that you like stick on and then kind of just pull off and it just coomps. Yeah, so yeah, it, it comes out, it grabs his face and then pulls him down into the sink. And we see his whole head. And this sink's only like, you know, two two mil round. Yeah. Diameter? Ra- radius? Doesn't matter. It's, it's, a, it's a sink. <laughs> it's a circle. We see a full head get crushed down small into a sink. Yep. We hear like a yell, you know, the fucking... I don't know what the wait the waitress and Meg and fucking Brian run in and they see we see like he immediately like flips upside down as well. It basically just pulls him up, so it doesn't even look like he's tried to sort of jump. This looks really well the, done. The blob is brutally strong, which is yeah. what I like, and it's bringing him into this drain. So, and I'm just like casually laughing at this because it's, wicked. it's trying to pull him into the drain and all you see is them running in and his legs kind of just his legs sticking and arms out. so he's been crunched like, you know blood's going everywhere and you get and this I was little, like, like and I was like, oh they're just sneaker. gonna show it go down but no, no they keep going they show the the uh the pipe underneath the sink getting like the metal expanding like yep. as in like it's getting too much put in there and then to for some added effects you see rivets popping out and blood coming out of yeah. it they didn't have to do any of no, that shit they didn't but they did because they're fantastic and then it show and then we kind of see like the last we see the shot of the scene we see the last bits get pulled in there and then i'm like fuck yeah and then there it's kind of like this this calm it's like the fuck? Wait, wait, I'm actually I'm lost of where I am. <laughs> and then it kind of just explodes up, yeah, out of the sink, the blob, and onto the ceiling, yeah, because it doesn't it ignores gravity because well, it's, it's the blob. It, it's so strong that it like ignores <laughs> gravity, and it goes up onto the ceiling and fucking. 
So the waitress, waitress runs one way. So, so my head went that way. My legs went that. Yeah. The so the waitress runs in one direction. She actually just fucking bails it out of a glass window and heads straight for the payphone. While Meg and Brian head down towards the walk-in freezer to seek refuge. And this is where I love this scene because we get this very 1960s Batman and Robin running scene. Yeah, so they're great. They're obviously so running is, on a treadmill. Gr- yeah, they're on a treadmill and they are doing they're doing the best run and you can just see this terribly sort of green screen blob chasing them along the roof, which it still I looks fine. Love. Oh, you loved it. I loved it. Well, you know I like sixties Batman. Well, they they run into the uh, they run into the the freezer, which is the worst actual not freezer. Did you notice <laughs> that it just like it's supposed to be you know those like freezer rooms? Yes. Where everything's cold and like ice all over it, but it just is a room. With white paint on everything. Yeah. And it was just splickled on there. Like, they didn't really try real hard. Look, they... There's no dry ice. There's no nothing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. I thought, that's kind of shit, but I'm down with that. <laughs> it I prefer doesn't matter. Th- yeah, I prefer them to spend the effects on the kills and the exactly. ice room. And uh, the blob comes under the door with its blobbiness. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about this film as well. The blob just seeps into everything. Yeah. And it hits the ice and it's like... And it, it, it withdraws, but it doesn't like ice. It no. actually ice turns it into rubies. It it really does, doesn't it? it so like we leave a little bit of the blob behind. Pink and diamonds. It, it blobs off. Turns into pink diamonds. Every girl's fucking dream. Um, and they're like, he's got a hook for some reason. That makes no fucking sense because yeah, it's a blob. Yeah, where did he get the hook from? It was in What's the, he going to do? It's a meat locker. You know, or del- you know, diners. Diners ca- have meat lockers. <laughs> diners that have whole. Yeah, fucking- they've got like that fucking cow out back. Yeah, just cutting bits off of the steak of the day. Anyway, <laughs> so the waitress, uh, she Fran. makes a break. Fran, uh, she's a delight. She's actually in. Um, I liked all the characters. in Yeah, this film. everyone's so endearing. I like them all. Except for Brian and his mullet. I just hate his face. Um, so she jumps into this this payphone and she's calling the sheriff's office. <laughs> so she's frantically trying to get hold of Herb. Um, she gets through, but unfortunately, Herb's gone. The phone's ringing no, off get, the Because yeah, the waitress goes, and then all of a sudden we see the blob is, while this is all happening, yeah. unsuspecting to her, the blob is slowly oozing down over the, the whole f- thing. Over the thing. So now it's covered the whole phone phone booth and as she gets on to the police station she goes like the lady on the end of the phone goes I thought Herb was going to the diner and then we see Herb's corpse in the blob just float past like it's fucking wicked oh this looks so good and this is like because this is like one of our things we always say the more goo on shit yes makes it look good in horror movies and the whole thing is just goo yeah so everything looks great in this film because you can't see that that might look if that was out the goo it might have looked shit yeah I have no idea how they did this scene um, so now like the so Herb's dead yeah. fuck I was kind of disappointed I was like I liked yeah. her yeah well like he had a future with the waitress it indiscriminately like, kills the blob it has, it's, that's why it's terrifying it doesn't have an agenda it doesn't it's that's, just got it's nowhere whatever. to go or yeah. be Nah, it's just hanging it's, out. Doesn't have to pick the kids up from school. <laughs> doesn't have to do anything. Uh, so that, but then like, so we see this blob. It's covering the phone booth. We see it kind of like, like you know, the glass starting to fracture and crack. And then we get one of the most aggressive kills I've ever seen. In so the shot is from the top yep. of the phone booth, and we see the phone booth burst inwards, so onto a dummy, obviously, yep. so aggressively that I've like. Don't know how they did. They do it in a vacuum. I think there was something to do with that. I was reading something. So I wanted to find how they did this. I will find out. This is like this is this looked good. This is every use of the idea of a blob that you could think of. It's yes. so good. Yes. 
<sighs> and you know, poor poor Fran, she's she's gone. Done. Done. Death in a phone box. Blob doesn't care. She nah. had a date at eleven. <sighs> Just at eight is at eight the date. That's it, it. Well, they're together the, now. The date eater. They're it's the an ass eater. <laughs> they're in the gelatinous cube. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so Brian and Meg head out of the walk-in freezer towards the kitchen. Um, that's all that's happening there. And then the Reverend kind of we heading cut. towards. Yeah, we cut to the Reverend. He sees the blob going down a drain. Yep. He goes into. Oh, just cut this he goes into the diner. Sees it all trashed. He walks in. He sees some crystallized pink diamond blobs on the ground. He's like, ooh, pink diamonds. Oh, I like a pink diamond. He puts one into a, a very conveniently placed jar uh-huh. and that's the end of the scene. So yeah. Revlin has a bit of a bit of a blob in a jar. Why he, not? He does. Why wouldn't you? Um, we cut back to the police station. Meg and Brian, um, they get a, a tip of where to go next. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that's all that the, phone, the phones are going crazy. No one's able to reach the sheriff. No one's able to reach the deputy. But they hear that there was like... You know, they head out to where the old man was first attacked by the blob. Okay, so they drive out to the woods looking for uh, Chief Herb. We all know he's dead. Um, suddenly, a, the, the forest lights up, ET style, like yep. UFOs in the in the sky. I'm like, oh my god, there's a UFO now! But no, it's the government. Oh, I would have liked a UFO. Government chopper. Yes. So we get the scientists that are from ET. Yes, it's the, a it's a biological bio, containment team. They they come and um like we're here to help you. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then we get this really cool, like, scientist jargon. He's like, you know, the media that came to yeah. Earth that killed the dinosaurs. Why do you think they died so quickly? You know, and he's just basically like, it's it's. It's that the government the just dinosaurs. tells them everything. Yeah. Straight away. So the head scientist, um, I just called him head scientist. He yeah, he just tells him like, you know, this is like an alien, right? It's come down on a media. It's come blah blah. He killed off the dinosaur. Like, Why are you telling these kids this? Yeah, do they have credentials? Have you seen their credentials? Why are you giving them in the, information? In this, so I think we've seen too many films these days. Yeah. Like, anyhow, so now we um, we cut to a couple. I cut to making, some random campers making out by a fire at Crystal Lake. Yep, it's uh, great. And then instantly I was like, oh, it's a movie. Yeah. So and it's the two boys. They're in the cinema. They watched the movie. In they were to watch t- this horror film that. He was specifically told not to go see because it would give him nightmares, but he's watching it. It's fine. Uh, the projectionist noticed that the AC has gone out and he calls for assistance. Ah, projectionist. Yep. That's... Call, call out to Adam Gillespie. Shout out. He's a oh, projectionist. He's a projectionist. Yep. Oh, Adam. He has a comic called Help, I'm a Projectionist that he I... sells at our shop. It's all projectionist jokes. Oh, uh. I want to pick that up. I'm going to pick that up. Anyway, um, he sticks his head in the, the vent. And we get another really cool POV shot of the blob, like, blob, blobbing towards it. Because blobs love hanging out in... Air vents. Air at, vents. at the cinema. He's done. So the It cinema... was the blob ruining the air conditioner. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fuck it blob. was the blob all along. <laughs> and now the, the, the man comes in, like... Um, the, the manager. The usher. Yep. He comes into the room. He's like, where the fuck are you? He looks up and, of course... The fucking projectionist is stuck to the ceiling. And this looks amazing as well. Like he, his, this is where we start to see a more sort of decayed, distorted, rotted away kind of guy festering from and, the blob. And this is a full puppet kind of, there's not an actual man in this scene. Yeah. It's like, it's either animatronic or a puppet. His face is like getting stretched out. Like, <laughs> there's ten, there's blob, he's a blob can does a bit of tentacleism as well. Yeah. Like, he's got a bit of that happening. And then, I, and then I does it kill that guy as well? 
I don't remember. I can't think of this cut. So we'll I just got really excited by how good this looked. So pff, yeah, he, he, he might have died. He didn't die. It has nothing to do with the storyline. It's. I fun. think that it just cuts and then it cuts back to Brian and Meg. Yeah, being uh, loaded into a van to head back to town, which is being quarantined. Yeah, so now the scientists get all fucking in their face. And like, no, you have to be yep. quarantined. We have to quarantine the town, blah, 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 blah. They force him into the... End of the, this is like weird. They force him into the back of a, a car. Yeah. And then uh, Brian just like opens the back and jumps out. Yeah, just jumps out. He bails. Leaves he, Meg behind. He plans to bail on his bike. He's like, let's just fucking go. He's like, we can't leave our friends and family. Goes, well, yeah, because if you don't forget, like Brian's got his bike still stashed in the woods close by. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost fixed, he's but got it's an, not He's quite. got an agenda. He does. He does have an agenda. And yeah, the whole town, we cut to the town. It's all been, they've been herded up. Like, you know, come on, quarantine, motherfucker. All yeah, these- we're all going to quarantine together in City Hall. Together. You should mention how cool the, the scientists quarantine suit look as well they got like a glass helmet and it's all lit up from the inside this look great oh yeah. like yeah good good not, no expense no stingy no nah. uh, you know, she heads off um they sort of she's like well where's where's blah where's my brother oh he's cut, at the cinema cut to the cinema you know uh we see the the uh other guy get so there's this whole scene with like in the cinema there's this jerk guy behind them being a jerk <sighs> the kid stop talking in the cinema you dickhead yeah and the kid turns around to say something to him and suddenly he's like loop he gets pulled up by the blob yeah and now the whole ceiling of the cinema now is blocked the blob is fucking huge now the blob starts fucking going Just to town on people off and then so the, the whole Everyone cinema panics. erupts into fear panic and disorderly exiting of a building um Meg runs in <laughs> Just... Because she's there now. Yeah. She's like, fucking Kevin, let's get the fuck out well, of the here. Well, the cinema's like right next to City Hall. It's fine because it's yeah. all on that one street. Meanwhile, in the background, the blob's going to town and all the extras. <laughs> They're just getting eaten and stuff. Oh, shit's going fucking everywhere. It looks fantastic. You know, she falls down, Meg. She goes to help a girl up. Her face is melted to the floor. I love it. Yeah. More, just added shit. They didn't have to put that in there. Nope. Like, nope. just more effects. More and more effects. And then you know, they run out. <laughs> As they run out, the fucking kid gets his jacket caught in the door. Kevin. They're trying to, fuck it, I don't know. They're trying to rip it out, but it's just ugh, that pesky jacket. He but pulls it, and rips and he finally gets through. No, but they're like, because they close the big cinema door and there's yeah. more of these like little fucking things. You can see the rivets start shaking and they pop off. Yeah. You can see tiny bits of the blob coming out from around. You know, all these little details. Yeah. Like, man, this thing is unstoppable. It's so strong. It knows how screws work. <laughs> Well, uh, you would too if you were an intergalactic they, entity. They run into a dead end oh, no. in a town. A dead end. Um, they see one of their friends in a in a fucking in a window. They're like, "What are you doing?" And now they run down. And they go into the sewer because there's no other option. No, you just, instead of breaking through the window, they yeah. go into the sewer. They go into a manhole. They put the thing up back over, but the manhole has like four little holes in it, and this is wicked. Yeah, the blob just sends down little blobby tentacles, tendrils. Yep. And I'm like, see, other movies just wouldn't have done that. No. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have bothered. It grabs a bit of Meg's hair and because the blob is so acidic, it kind of... Just like burns right through. Through her hair. I'm like, yeah, it's wicked. Yeah, it's so good. We cut back to Brian. He's he's spying on the scientists and, and he's trying to sort of he's sneak got his, his bike. bike. He's, he's trying to sneak out of the woods. Um, he watches and removes the meteorite from the ground and they're saying, they start, he overhears them saying, it is a virus they put into space. And we see now... that, yeah, the bottom half of the meteor is yep. a metal dome with an American flag. Yeah, NASA written on it. So they, fu- they fucked it. And this is a bit, I always forget in the film that it's not from outer space. No. 
It's just a satellite. And I'm like, and it's sort of like, you know, we never thought that the virus would mutate into a sentient being. I'm like, man, they really don't know what space is, do they? No. <laughs> you know, you no. can simulate space on the Earth. It's just a vacuum. Yeah. Well, because they were keeping it up in space because it was cold. Oh. Ah. Yes, but it's now a thousand times bigger than it was originally and everyone's in trouble. So what are you going to do? So we now know that the scientists are bad guys and they're like, fuck it, fuck the town. Um, we This is the best bioweapon we've ever had. Uh, we love it. The town is expendable. Fuck them up. We just want the fucking, the weapon. Yeah. And there's like the head scientist and there's the head army man yep. as well. He's, he's feeling a bit like, oh, this doesn't He's like, these, my good men are getting killed. He's like, this is fucking for the, the good of humanity. Yeah. And anyway, now they see Brian and like that, there's that Brian guy. Get him. <laughs> and he bails on his bike and they chase him. Yep. This is great. The shots are being fired. At some point, there's a helicopter chasing him as well. He's he's going, and you know what? The best way to get out over the fucking bridge. He did, yeah, the bridge, the foreshadowed bridge jump that he fell before, but now he's got his his bike fixed up. He's like, he fucking jumps the bridge. All the scientists don't bother stopping. They just go off the cliff. Yeah, they fall off this little little ravine. He jumps on the other side. He gives him the finger. His mullet flying in the background, of, like in and the I'm wind. Like, and I, the first thing I thought was like, you know there's a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and the helicopter just sees him jump the bridge and he's like, damn, that's cool. Guess we give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, helicopters can't jump bridges. It's true. They can't, yeah. <laughs> So the, the helicopter gives up as well. It's like, oh, damn, he got the best of us. Uh, so we cut back to Meg. She's re- uh, reassuring the kids um, as they head off in search of a way out. Um, but fucking hell, the Fuck. blob is in the water. It's in the sewer. We Everybody get a, climb. Okay, this is waist height, you know, fucking sewer, it's water. Like sewer water. So you don't know what's under you. There's fucking, there's a bit where the kid's like, ooh, a rat. And she goes like, and then they go, what rat? And we look and we see the rat has gone. Then we see another rat on a bit of driftwood. It's yeah. Like, and it's like, whoop, it gets grabbed down. They're like, there's a blob in the water. It's like, get out of the water. So they start climbing up the pipes at another kind of dead end area. To get to get out. Because they're like, maybe the sewer was a bad idea. <laughs> Anyhow, they, they get to get out. And then Eddie, the other kid, the Walkman kid, the bad kid, he gets grabbed by the blob, pulled back into the water. And then... Meg's like, fuck. She tries to get him and then he comes out again and we get this very creep show. Like, very Friday the 13th, Jason-esque. Yeah, he's all melting. I'm like, yeah. yeah this kids, looks great. He kind of looks like a little baby I never Tarman. thought he'd die, hey. Like, I didn't think no. they'd murder a kid. Well, they did. They he me- looked like the baby Tarman. Baby Tarman. Baby Tarman. Well, I think the guy who does the effects on this worked on Return of the Living Dead. I think so, yeah. What's his name? I can't remember right now. I, I, I knew it at the start of this thing because he, yeah. he did the roof man as well, stuck to the roof. There's yep. one guy and some other things. I'll get it later. That's um, this looks good. Like, I really like this scene. It was it was really good. She feel, figures out that there's nothing that she can do to save him. She kind of just lets him go. She starts climbing back up. Like, Kevin has now climbed up and he's got through some bars that only Kevin can fit. So she has to find a new way out. She starts yep. climbing up this inc- slimy incline. She's about to slide down. And, of course, out of nowhere, rocks up fucking badass Brian on his bike in the sewers. In the sewers. <laughs> he grabs Meg, thonks her onto the bike, 
saves the day. He's yep. back. He's back. He does, but they they they're speeding down the sewer. He finds a dead oh, there end. There's also some scientists down there. Yeah, we get a couple of scientists down there, kind of looking for the blob. And one of they, one of them gets eaten. The other one runs off. Yes, which the other one is Bill Mosley. Oh, is it? Yeah. Weird. He's like an. It's like an uncredited sort of first. I w- it's not even a first role for him because he's like in fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and a bunch of other shit. But yeah, it's Bill Mosley. Yeah, weird. Um, he's just an extra. He extra is. one. Um, Brian pulls some mad X game skills as he's like speeding past up the wall of the sewer, yeah, he- past the blob. It's great. And then, yeah, they, they run into the, the other scientist that is down there. But like he, no, he, um, he, he, he does that rad trick. trick. He rides up the wall around the blob in this tunnel and then just falls off straight away. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, they run into that uh, a new sci- uh, one of the scientists that was in it previously who runs off and he's like, he's got a cracked helmet. He's he's been through hell. Yep. So they they head off in like looking towards um, to find the other exit and you know what? There's an exit just above. There is a manhole. All they got to do is yes. climb the ladder, get to safety. All is well. But then we see fucking head evil scientist man. He looks down there and he's like, "Cover it up." <sighs> but then army man's there. He goes, "That's my good man. That's one of my men down yep. there." And he goes, he's like, "Cover it up." So they just drive. They just park a van over the manhole. Yep. That's how they deal with that's, it. That's and that's it, done. Um, but do you know what? Do you know what? How how you get out of that conveniently? Yeah, you give every scientist. A rocket launcher. So the, the scientist that they're trapped down there with has a rocket launcher. Yep. Um, fucking badass Brian gets on the on the blower, gets on the walkie-talkie to the head scientist, and he goes, like, you're not listening to me? Maybe you'll listen to this. <laughs> All of a sudden, the van <laughs> blows up. And I'm like, that was cool. <laughs> Brian blows his way out of the sewer. It's fantastic. So he, they climb out. He picks up a gun. A machine he, gun. It's a machine gun. He points it at the main scientist. He's like, it's all a lie. The whole town's there. It's a, it's a standoff. Yep, it all, is. You know, all the scientists get out their guns. The deputy's there with his gun. Brian's got his gun. The whole town's watching. Yep. And, and then Brian's like, it's a lie. They got, we're expendable. It's an alien. It's a virus. Blah, blah, blah. And they, the scientist's like, shut up, man. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't going to tell these people. I wasn't going to tell them. And uh, the, the, you know, the evil scientist is like to the army man, shoot him. Yep. Shoot him. Oh, he doesn't feel good about that. He's, He's like, like, look, I've been listening to your this. scientist bullshit for far too fucking long. Anyhow, the scientist, I don't know what happens. Well, so the blob at this point has started blobbing its way out of the sewer. It grabs the scientist. It pulls him back into the sewer, which looks really good as well. Because He's like, he's like half out the manhole. He's using the gun yeah. to keep him from falling in. So not only is it like he's... This is the only thing stopping him from... But you see from the inside of his suit, he kind of gets vacuumed out. And the blob, fills up, the blob fills up his helmet. Yeah. And then he gets shaken around a bit. Yeah. And then he gets pulled down into the sewer so violently that it snaps the fucking gun. Yeah. And I'm like, another little attention to detail. They didn't have to do... Also, as he falls back, he shoots his gun and he shoots the deputy as well. Yeah. Poor deputy. Oh, damn. He's having a bad run, that dude. He yeah, just he wanted really to is. get some authority, and all he gets is nothing. Yeah, fuck authority. So then the army man, uh, main army man, he's like, because they wanted, that scientist wanted the blob kept. Yeah. He's just like, he's like fuck nah. the blob. This, fuck this blob got to die. Him and his mates just shoot a whole bunch of machine guns into the sewer. Oh, yeah, they light it up, which, they, you know, it's fine. 
They get a fucking ch- uh, a bomb, a depth. What is that? Like it's a, a charger. A charge bomb. Yeah. They throw that down into the sewer. Chew on that slime ball. Is that what he says? He everything's does. done. You know, everything's done. They've done it. They've blown up the block. It's fantastic, but. Or have they? Oh. Suddenly the whole town starts to shake. Everything's shaking. How big is this blob? It's fucking big. The Bob. The Bob? The Bob. That's what it should have been called. It should have been. Bob Hawk drinking beer. <laughs> it bursts out the ground. Bujumba. Oh. It's fucking huge. It's so big. It's like a tower. Yeah. It's it, massive. It's, and so, it's like this big building and it's so big it just slowly falls down to the ground with a... And it falls onto the army man. Yep. But just uh, before that happens, he pulls out the pins of the grenades on his army outfit. Doesn't do anything. No, it we does, just see it. Just it does like, nothing. We just see two little like, light poof, poof, in like the blob. He doesn't care. Blob doesn't care. Blob's doing what he wants. Chaos, absolute chaos ensues. You know, they're, they're there and they're trying to like flamethrower. They're trying to blow it up. You know, at one point they accidentally knock someone, uh, knock the guy with the flamethrower. It sets the reverend on fire. <laughs> Shawnee Smith, like Meg comes running up with a, a like, fire extinguisher to like, put him out. Eyes hurt, said not fire. Yeah, I guess was it supposed to? Say, were we supposed to uh, think that fire helps it? I was Is that a, why it got massive? Because it think, bl- yeah, they like, blew it up that, and it became twice as big all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm under the impression that obviously eating people makes it bigger, but like heat probably because ice hurts it, it therefore. Fire helps it. Yeah, fire. I mean, good. ice and fire both hurt me, but that's fine. <laughs> and uh, Meg's got a fire extinguisher. She's got the only weapon, and it must be a uh, CO2 one because I'm, I'm sure powder doesn't hurt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. No, I don't know. And the whole town bails into town hall. Yep. So now they're in there, they're, and they're boarding it up. They're, they're trying to stop the thing. Brian Hero Guts. Oh. Brian Hero Guts, is, and he goes, he runs off, he goes and grabs... The snowmaking truck. Yes. Which I'm like, what? Which we was did it foreshadowed? Mention yes, because when he went to the mechanic to ask to borrow his tools, the mechanic's like, "Man, I cannot help you with this. I've got this job, this job, this job, and I have to fix the snow machine before the winter sets in in like a week." Ah, uh, right. There's all of this talk, but this is a snow machine that also fires snow. Yeah, so it's one of those it's like a fake snow. the fake snow. So it's oh. it's basically like just shooting out ice. Yeah. Anyhow, he's got the best weapon in a truck that you can have against the thing. Okay, they did foreshadow. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. they did. They did. It's a um, smart, smart, smart riding. And uh, and so he's he's driving. Suddenly, he's, it's like he's now ten k's away. <laughs> he's driving. He's driving. He's driving. He's driving through the town. He's driving around corners. He's driving. He's driving. We cut back to the, you know the people in the uh, the town hall. They're boarding it up. They're trying to stop it. They're spraying it with spray. Every time the blob comes through a little crack, they spray it and stuff. We see this is, we see the deputy's death here is wicked. Mm-hmm. What happens? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> the deputy's putting a bookshelf against the wall. Oh, yes. And the blob smashes through the middle of the bookshelf, goes around his waist and pulls him into the hole that it's made. And it breaks him backwards and pulls him through a very small hole. Very similar to the your favourite death in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, when he, uh, the bad one. And also in 13 Ghosts at the beginning where they snap him and pull him I into think, the thing. Yeah, I think a fold back death yeah. is one of my favourite ones where they crunch, break a person back the wrong way. Yes. And they taco them. Yep. Oh, I could eat a taco right about now. Anyhow, Shit. Brian fucking finally rocks up at Town Hall. Like, 
would have stopped at the front. The, the whole blob is covering the front of but town he hall. he crashes into the blob. No, first he stops. He uses the snow cannon on the blob. The blob's yep. like, I fucking hate this shit. The blob's like, I'm going to go stop that thing, whatever it is. It starts heading towards him. And then he just crashes straight into yeah, the blob. He, it's like it's like just driving a toy car. It just like, dunk, fell down. Over. The tanker. That had all the snow rolls off. And I'm like, oh, I see what's going to happen here, motherfucker. Yeah, well. Do you know how they kill the blob in the old, the original? They lure it onto an ice skating ring. <laughs> oh, that's, I don't even remember. And I watched that not too long ago. I think that's what happens. Maybe I'm wrong. Doesn't matter. Anyhow. <laughs> I watched that not too long ago. How do I not remember this? Maybe I'm making that up. I can't remember. I saw it in, I saw it in 1950s. And when it was made, 1953. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Um, and now Meg gets out of the town hall somehow. Well, she's Meg. She's doing what she wants. She grabs a fucking machine gun. She starts firing the... She just knows how to use an M16. They're all M16s because yeah. M16s were that's the why fucking... why they're called automatic firearms. It's like that's, um, they were like the, uh, you know, the machine gun of the 80s, the M16. Yeah. Um, and uh, No. Yes. And the <laughs> 70s was like the AK-47. I don't know. Fucking who cares? I'm not a gunman. No, you're not. Um, gunsmith. She starts luring um, the blob, or I've written my notes here, the bog, <laughs> over to the snow tank. Yep. She's like, I got a fucking plan. She got a plan. She jumps up onto the top of it. She sets a timer explosive on it, and yep. I'm like, not sure how she knew how to do that. No. She's suddenly fine. trained as a fucking cadet. Yeah. Well, secretly, you know what she does on the weekends, boot camps and whatnot. I like this as well because she goes to jump off. But she, her foot gets snagged and she falls. Yeah, but she falls real hard. But this looked real. It, it kind of looks like it was not meant to happen, but it happens. Yeah. It looked so real. I'm like, oh, Jesus, she right. Yeah, like, did that just happen? They just use it. Anyhow, she's stuck on here. Bright, bright brain, as I've written in my notes. I've really got, I've gotten drunk by this time. <laughs> Brian grabs her, you know, un, untangles her. You know, they run just as the snow tank. <laughs> whole town covered in ice the blob instantly pink diamond crystallized Mm -hmm. and that this is a big set effect here this is like this isn't just like they've done this they've made a whole like main street all crystallized like and it's now snowing i'm not sure this is what would have happened release i'm sure like you know just having fake snow explode doesn't change the fucking weather. No. Anyhow, it starts snowing. Everyone's like, yay, this blob is crystallized. And then we're out of the blue. We just get the the, the garage dude is like, just pops out from the side. goes, we got to get this thing on ice before it, get, it freezes. And he's never in it again after that. Like, he just knows what's up. And, um... And that's it. And that's the end. And everyone's like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, what did they do with it? They put it on ice. They put it in the freezer and it's still at the diner. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. It's just in the freezer. Don't like, turn that freezer off. Just, yeah. There's a blob in there. <laughs> the town's all set up with solar generators so it can never go out, run out of power. So we think that's the end of the film, but it's not. No. We, we cut, cut to, to summer. Summer. It's boiling hot. It's the middle of a field. It's one of the... Te- a big tent. It's Slightly those... out of town. Yeah. We see the reverend, the half-burnt priest from before. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got his own, own carnivale-style tent. Yes. We set up a makeshift church. He's got a bunch of people there. He's he babbling. He's, he's having his rant. Crazy religious talk. He's turned from a, 
you know, a from nice a, a nice priest a to, a, to a quite aggressive like, yeah. like god bot, you know, Southern Baptist kind of yeah, like fucking the, the end is instead of like help your man, the devil's all, gonna get you. Anyhow, the end is gonna come. He finishes his sermon. He goes out the back. A lady comes in and goes, Reverend, do you have a date of when this reckoning's gonna happen? And he looks at the he he brings up. He goes soon. Soon, and then for some weird reason, there is a very green-screened fake hand holding the jar with the little blob in it moving. The only reason I can see they did that is because I think it's uh, maybe it was a lot bigger, and that's a puppet, the blob inside of it. Quite possibly. It looks good because there's no CG in the film. No. Um, and then like bang, cut to the hot pink credits. <gasps> yeah. And some and some cock rock, and that's the end of the film. And I'm not sure what they did with the blob. No. Like, because, like... But the, then there's a second one, isn't there? No, I don't know. There's, like, the blob 2 or something. The blobbing? Yeah. I don't know. Do you I, know they're remaking the blob? A remake, remake, remake? Yeah, a remake of a remake of a remake. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not sure when it's coming out, who's in it. i got no information, but I... They would have to do... It, you can't have CG. CG's so fucking had it these days. Yeah, no, I want practical. I want practical blobs. People... You did this in 1988 with nine million dollars. Imagine what you could do. And all these people want to get back into practical effects. I know because Just people love it. it now. And the people like... that worked on this film are still alive and still into it. Get them back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Anyhow, what they could do with my money. final thoughts. Great film. Yeah, great film. I was watching it going, man, Jenna's gonna love this. <laughs> um, you know, as soon as the blob appears, constant. Practical effects. It never, like, every kill in this movie is another film's only big scene. Yep. Every one of them. The phone booth, the dude on the ceiling, the sink, the sexy rape car man, the fucking all of them. Like, there was the- even one scene where the blob sort of just comes down and flattens a guy, lifts up its little blob body, Ten- oh, when it's and massive. you just see him flattened on its... Blob. <laughs> I don't even know you. It, yeah, it's uh, it just they just like, went. Here's a blob. We got all these ideas, and in the uh, the the guy who made the effects, they were like, man, we had all these ideas, and the dude was just like, do them all. Yeah, let's keep going. I love that. Keep going, because they had an effects team, and they brought in other people. So I think each kind of kill had its own like effects team, and that's why there were a couple of effects. But then there's one guy hoarded them all together into one room and said like, all our kills have to look consistent. Yeah, like it's done by so like all the effects, so it can't just look all different stuff. So yeah, good, good fucking. Lots of good ideas, you know, and the, the little things like the the pop rivets coming out, the sink expanding, the fucking the gun breaking, the guy getting pulled through the shelf. All those kind of little details are just like, it's what mwah, the yeah. chef kisses this motherfucker up. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like this film was so much fun. Like just there is comedy to it and it is very subtle comedy or maybe it's just because I'm really weird and find this stuff amusing. Um, the practical effects are insane. This looks so good. Mm, so mm. good. Just oh. even the bits like the tearing of arms off. Like just you just see Because yeah, it's not skin, just an arm coming muscle, off. You, you, everything. You can see that it's all like half melted and soft as yep. well. And it kind of goes into like a pull yep. a pulley kind of like like taffy. Yes. Taffy? Oh, toffee? Is... That's not the <laughs> what's taffy? Yeah, it's taffy. Is taffy soft toffee? 
I don't know what taffy. Saltwater taffy. It's the long stringy shit. Isn't taffy just what they make hardball lollies out of? My last note here, my final thoughts is my mum liked it. Oh, did she? <laughs> she? She watched it with me. Yeah, she'd seen it before. She oh, goes, yeah. it started, and she goes, is this the blob? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't tell her. What, 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 she's not there watching it with me. She's there like. Helping out. Doing stuff. Looking after my baby while yeah. I'm watching a film. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. What did you give it? What rating? I gave it an A. Yeah. It's an A. Everybody should watch it. It's also a beer and chicken wings movie. Yes. It's also fucking... I don't know if it's... Is it underrated? No, people love it, don't yeah, they? people love this film. Yep. I think a lot of people it's are very excited It's a classic worth a watch. Yep. It's a fucking ABC. Oh! ABC. That's a... That, actually, an ABC is nearly... The best you can give a film. I think awesome so. beer and chicken wings, classic worth a watch. You can't go wrong. Yeah, exactly. unless it's a new film, then it's not a classic. No, but anyway, uh, so I have decided that because we are now getting closer to the end of the year, it is Christmas. I hate Christmas. I thought we'd watch a Christmas film. Oh shit, dicks! Is it is it going to be the well, what's that one you make me watch? Uh, the Krampus? Krampus? Krampus. It's not going to be Krampus. No, I have decided to go with the 1997 Jack Frost. I haven't seen this. It is basically uh, a killer snowman. I have gone against... I don't, I'm don't. i not much of a Christmas um, horror person. We Me did Silent Night, Deadly Night last Christmas. We uh, did. But it makes sense that we do one. Well, this is the one Christmas film we watch... One Christmas horror film. And when the next episode comes out, it'll be pretty much close to the exact... It'll be Christmas. That's what I was kind of hoping for. Uh, So this is not to be confused with the the 1998 Jack Frost family film with Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Two very different films. I remember the the, uh, VHS cover for this Jack Frost film um, at the video store. It was one of those lenticular covers where one way it's like... Happy snowman. Otherwise, angry, scary snowman. I like lenticular covers. Yes. I also I like those 3D holographic rainbow ones. Like it was on the Video Dead. You remember the Video Dead and had the TV with the, the hologram skull in it? Yeah. One of the covers was that. Or the Australian cover was, I think. But yeah. Fantastic. So yeah, we're going to be watching Jack Frost. You can find it streaming on Tubi because of course you can. That means it's free. Yep. That's it. That's how good it is. Uh, so thank you so much, guys. You have been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or review, and make sure you share with all your friends. You can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod. It'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are 100% three years old by now and never owned or created by us true uh we also have an email terrorvisionpod at gmail.com and until next week may all your dreams be nightmares